Okay, here we go. After party 22. Everybody doing all right tonight? Well, I almost just died uh, eating a pork rind. <laughs> Sometimes life throws you a curveball. You're just chewing on a crunchy snack, and then it goes down into your lung, and you can't breathe. Yeah. Yep. So we he almost lost Bill. He was coughing. He he's okay. He did uh, roll one on his initial death save, but Elena <laughs> brought him back by just waiting and watching like the rest of us. He worried the dogs, not she me. She ran from the other end of the house to make sure that she could intervene if I started to have my airway compromised, also known as watched me cough through Skype from several rooms away. Yeah, yeah, you're. Fine. She moved so fast, we didn't see her leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It was amazing. All right, so tonight we're going to talk about uh, session 66, uh, hashtag live, session 67, sporadically boarding party, and session 68, christened. One of my favorite titles. Oh, I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I was good because I was racking my, I was like, what the fuck am I going to call this last one? It's so simple, yet so profound. Absolutely. Profound? Yeah. yeah. Well, look, we'll get to the profundity <laughs> of Shakara <laughs> and oh, Grimby's yeah. relationship once we get to the last episode here. I'm going to make a, another works, page right? on the website that has words that we make up. <laughs> I think we do need a dictionary at this point. Okay, so 66 starts out actually with a little Shaft background story. So with instead a little of shaft. me talking about it. You guys ask uh, Leland and I anything you want to talk about that. You want to talk you about your to. little shaft, eh? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it was actually, yeah, it was Tobias at this point. It's, it's not shaft yet, so. Um, I would just like to nominate um, Horik for yes. the best NPC <laughs> accent ever to exist. In the history, so of... good you can totally understand everything oh, he says. I, I, I listened say to it at least understood. <laughs> I listened to it multiple times and it just got better every time. I'm I'm pulling up my notes for that because I couldn't for some okay for some for some Are you reason actually saying I was something. Like, I'm yes, he is actually saying words. So for some reason, I thought to myself, "What accent do I want to give Horik? Well, maybe I can do a Scottish accent." And I was watching a bunch of like Scottish YouTube in the days leading up to we were us recording this, and basically all I ended up all that ended up happening was I wrote down and a bunch of common Scottish phrases and like threw them into what Hork was saying, (laughs) but there wasn't like an accent to it. So I'll, I'll pull up the translations, but continue while I I pull it up. I will say that I think there was two different times when I had no idea what the hell you said and I just went with it. And then later on you said, he understood everything I said. I just went with that too. That was part of my favorite part was Shaft responding to just complete gibberish that I didn't understand whatsoever. And oh man, it was brilliant. Oh, I knew John didn't know. Like we all knew listening, John didn't know. You didn't know I didn't know. I, I listened knew back. You it didn't know here common English. I rolled an insight. I knew. <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for one of you to ask either one of us about that little oh, uh, oh. part of the show. Oh. Um, um. <laughs> we were supposed to prepare for this. 
I don't have any questions. Yeah. Look, you're no more prepared than I am every time we do this. So. Yeah. I am excited for Shaft to one day maybe talk to Mia about some stuff, and maybe they know some people in common. Oh, well, you never know. I found it quite heartbreaking that Shaft, Tobias and Nina couldn't work it out, and that also Shaft, I'm sorry, Tobias and Horik could not save Danzig. There's just nothing they could do to save him. Yeah. Well, as we really got a show in these la- these three episodes, we found out that Sermo's really powerful. Yeah. She clearly put up a fight in this last round of battle. <laughs> <laughs> a nice bolt through the chest tends to yeah. uh, slow her down a little bit. Though. I think we got lucky with some of our roles there. <laughs> yeah. My perspective about Nina, at least, was that when you went to check on her in Victure, like, I didn't think she was that important to you. So, I don't know. I just got vibes that she wasn't that big of a deal, and then she's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I I didn't appreciate that he, um, she was a previous love interest. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think Shaft would, uh, at least the, the kind of guy as you know him, would that would be something that he would share. Yeah. Right? I think he's going to keep a lot of those things a little closer to the you know, to the chest, right? And that's one of the reasons I wanted to do some of these little backstory snippets that we're uh, talking about doing. Well, the people asked for them, and you gave it to them. Gave them a little shaft. John's a giver. (laughs) I wouldn't be upset if it was the last time I heard that joke about the little shaft. But moving right along. (laughs) It was quite emotional when when Leland and I broke up. Was, uh, yeah, like that, I took that pretty playing. hard the days after. Yeah, yeah, I I couldn't sleep that night. I kept thinking, well, I wish I could have worked it out. With <laughs> yeah, well, that really explains why he was tossing and turning so much. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Confirmed. Okay. No, I I I thought it was a great little um, little backstory RP session. Well, there'll be more to come. So then we moved into the episode where we were in the water. I think the the last uh, round of three episodes, we the boat blew up and we were all in the water and got capsized along with our good buddy Statdorf and uh, our friend Sally. And even Captain Grimby was, was uh, nowhere to be seen for most of that episode, I believe. And don't forget... Or no, was he already dead at this point? Jerry. Jerry was already dead. Spider got him. Poor Jerry didn't make it that far. I uh, assume I feel for Jerry. when the boat blew up, it was just because the cannons fired the red light at him, and it just I did as well. caused it to blow I it up. I never thought much more into that. I didn't Wait, either. Wait, what happened? What's the other theory? It was aliens. <laughs> Dude, the Neogi. Well, when the boat did blow up and Shaft hid underneath the smaller boat, I thought that was pretty good roleplay. I I didn't understand it at the time, and I was very frustrated because going into this um, recording session, the boat blew up, and then there was like a break between recording. We came back to play, and... I was very much prepared to cast water walk so that everyone that was willing could walk on the water and just run to the ship or, like, dodge, like, attacks, whatever. But then to realize 
see, this is where I wish I wouldn't have known that he was hiding because then Elena second-guessed casting that because she was like, well, Shaft might resist it and then he'll be... So I, like, thought too hard about it and then ended up not casting it at all. Yeah, my hope was that everyone would think I was dead, right? And I could push the boat over towards the other boat and then climb on without being noticed was the idea yeah that, but it didn't that work out because that boat got <laughs> yeah. blown up too it just got obliterated <laughs> well i will say back to the the whole uh, explosion thing is i choose my words in these descriptions quite carefully yeah you mm-hmm. said something i on suggest Discord. paying attention to the words that come out of my mouth <laughs> and then when i listened back to it i was like oh there was something in grimby's hall wasn't there I learned so much listening back to the episode. Yeah, it's easy to miss when you're something actually in his hole. I still right. missed it. What happened? I don't think I've ever missed anything when we're playing. Actually, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> definitely didn't happen in this batch of episodes. The only problem is once I learn it, we've got like ten hours of stuff already recorded, so it does me no good. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Well, even the way that you were describing the maps and stuff, like, I listened the first time, but I didn't fully comprehend, like, oh, man, we should be, there's, like, a puzzle afoot. Anyway, that's a couple episodes further. But So it's mostly just battle, but I do have some little uh, notes here where I just wrote down bullet points. Uh, one of the questions, or one of the things I wrote down was that Mia was doing massive damage. Yes, holy crap. And got hit with a cannon straight on, like in the air. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I think we were all pretty impressed with the amount of damage you were dealing out. Flying around and hammers well, flying you. and uh, spiritual hammers flying and lightning flying. And I think we were all a little, uh, maybe a little scared too. I was trying to impress. You impressed. <laughs> yeah. Sally and Statdorf uh, in their own little boat swimming away off the map. I like to think they're going to start a family somewhere. Settle down. Oh, wow. One for the brains, one for the body, or whatever I said. (laughs) That was a stupid joke. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I also wrote down that Falzerin swims faster than everybody, but was the last one on the boat. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, That's accurate. I think that really bleeds into the the next episode. I wrote that... uh, Falsey did a survival check and got a two. And Leland said, what would you like to do? And he said, survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you know what's funny about that is when you rolled that, Bill, and then after you rolled and then described what you wanted to do, you were like, no, I'm just going to blow some bubbles and see what way they go. And had you described you doing that before you did the survival check, I would have given you advantage on the survival check. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see. But... You were already all turned about. D&D, am I right? So yeah. confusing sometimes. <laughs> I, I kind of didn't know what to do there, to be honest. I was like, well, I guess I just hang out for a turn and try again next time around. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only other thing I have written down for 66 is explain the lid on the boat. So does it? does the lid sort of cave in on itself or does it just come right up like a clam? Like a, a great big sail would be hanging off the back. It, I, it opens like a shell. It's got two halves. It's, a, it's this teardrop-shaped ship, which was described in 65. Uh, yeah. Described it opening in 65. Yeah. And it hinges at the back of it. 
<laughs> if only we were live streaming this on Twitch right now. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's making clams with their two hands. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 all the words you said were exactly as you described. But my my mind, they wouldn't make a boat like that with the thing sticking up on the back like that. It has to cave in and sort of fold <laughs> down. I also it's magic. So retract. Even though I I paid no attention to your words. Oh yeah, not yeah. this way, but this way. No, it was lengthwise, or, or it opened, the hinges on the near. But of course, we're also looking at a map that has like an just a, reg- a regular wooden boat depicted on it too, right? It's so easy to go off of the visuals. It's lengthwise, you say. He did say several times. Oh, now see, I can get behind that. I like the idea of a lengthwise shell boat clam thing that opens up. <laughs> Now, when it opens, is now the you like it. Well, I didn't say, I didn't also say how, I didn't really say how high it goes. Is the hinge at the back of the boat or the front? Babe, he just back. said the hinge, it hinges at the back at like the back. three times. Pay attention. No, it feels being an asshole. Falls are in. I hope. I hope that was. I hope that was you being a sarcastic prick and not actually asking me that question again. No, he, he legitimately was just asking. Now it hinges at the back, right? At the ass end. <laughs> the ass end. Yeah. The stern and the hull. I like it. Starburst. I think that makes for a dope visual image of this funky ship. Yeah, we should have had that back when we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you know what was the most surprising of these three? Um, when Shakara turned to Grimby and was like, hey, you want the boat? What do I need one for? I'm like, what? You don't want this boat? I give you a, you fucking, I give you a boat for Christ's sakes. I give you a fucking warship. In hindsight, I was thinking to anything. myself, like, what? why did we do that? With the unsaid understanding that Grimby would at, be at our beck and call. Well, yeah. I'm still, that wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> that was, that's not what Grimby the agreed unsaid to. unsaid understanding. <laughs> I would really hope that we have access to this boat for fighting the Kraken. That was my assumption. Well, hey, you, you may, you, I mean, you might have gotten away from the boat. You might not even have gotten that boat, right? It was, you did earn that ship. Like, you fought hard for that ship. I thought we were fighting for our lives, not for the ship. Yeah, How well. come those little drowned guys were harder to kill than Surma? Because we did like massive damage to her, like yeah, three got, rounds in yeah, a row. Hammered pretty good times. I mean, most of the time, two lightning strikes were were taking them down from Mia. Like you've just dis- yeah. destroyed that drowned master too. Yeah. Well, all the way till the end. That's true. I guess it uh, doesn't really count unless you get the final blow. So. Right, you only get experience when you do the final right? <laughs> Yeah, you gotta finish the job. So. That's how it works. Oh man, wouldn't that suck? Actually, that probably wouldn't suck for Falzern. <laughs> yeah, you just magic missile everybody when they're wobbling on yeah, their feet. Exactly. <laughs> I still remember that you killed Hank Applebee's, and I was so ticked that you're the one that killed him. Yeah. There's a couple instances like that. Oh, I was just gonna say something. Well, the show must go on, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. 67 that we go in that takes us into 67 and i have some some bullet points down here uh, i got uh moonbeam that's the most useless use of moonbeam ever i thought it was pretty yeah, why do you say that because it kept like it did hardly any damage because the people kept getting knocked out or moved away from the damn moonbeam yeah but it only does 2d6 damage or whatever right it's yeah, like but... i'm gonna push them back yeah no i totally understand it was just 
That was the only thing I could do at the time because I was in the water. But it was it was useless. Yeah, we should have interrogated that guy that we captured, put him on a in a chair, and then boom moonbeam him until he talked. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Shakara would have gone for would that. Do you think Shakara would do that? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he he ain't dead yet, so who knows what's coming up, listener? <laughs> That's true. I like that one half of 11 is 8. Yeah, one half of an 11 is 8. That was a good, oh, yeah, well, a good one, Bill. Mental math. I'm good at um, two things, listening and mental math. Definitely. <laughs> Eating pork rinds. <laughs> Not confirming oh, that. Man. Yeah, you're really good at chewing. That was scary. I thought I was going to die. I remember what I was going to say earlier. I was going to say that I will not forget that when I'm flying, I get six extra radiant damage every turn. I forgot for like five rounds. or. Well, more. you reminded yourself, and then by the time I got back to your turn again, you forgot again. Exactly. And then you reminded yourself after your turn. Uh, uh, well, I don't think I'll forget now. Although, I did call myself Bryn this, this set of episodes. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what. I called you Brent too. <laughs> you should have edited that out, but it's like still funny that I did it. Uh, let's see. I've got trapped in a web. Yep, that's me. And I got tentacled. I got I got slashed by drowned like multiple times. So I don't know why I didn't think I got the blue rot. I guess I th- always thought to get the blue rot you had to like be dead or whatever. And touch the black stuff. You as, I don't know what your characters say, but you as players are misconstruing the the resurrection, like the reanimation of the black water and the disease itself. Yeah, Gozer and Thuff uh, both got the blue rot because they got hit by swords that were carried by the drown. Yeah. Right. So the this would have been a Thuff The blue situation. rot doesn't cause reanimation. The blue rot is carried by the reanimated people of the black goo. So since our exposure to blue rot, we have now acquired the ability to heal disease. Exactly, yeah. So it's a good thing we didn't eat that rabbit then. Probably good you didn't eat that rabbit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Could have had it baked into a shepherd's pie. Ooh. (laughs) Is that like a... Blue rot pie. What's that? Blue rot pie. (laughs) Blue rot pie. What's um, What's that food in the UK... Haggis? That's, that's no, Scottish. I think it's it's essentially that's like Scottish. blood that is cooked into blood like sausage. a sausage. Blood pudding, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd look like that because the rabbit was blackish, right? It'd be a blood blood sausage shepherd's pie. This is like a very shaft-heavy episode. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do I have here? I have uh, uh, reduced... Maximum hit points by four when Mia gets hit. So that was for uh, what caused that? The master did when it hit her with uh, its tentacle attack. Like, basically, he said a long rest would cure that. Hmm. So, like, exhaustion. Some sort of weakness or something, yeah. Well, it it would have. Well, it was lucky that she was uh, resistant to necrotic damage because it drains your max HP equal to the damage dealt. Nice. Oh dang! And she only got hit. And she only got hit by it once. That's that's potentially pretty deadly. That was something I was surprised I remembered the whole necrotic damage. Yeah, because with an ASMR. If that thing deals twenty damage to you, like 
you if you are reduced i believe if you're reduced to zero as an effect of its drain you die yeah like dead you, dead wow. you can't dead, heal dead. or i wonder is there something a cleric that's a challenge could do? rating nine creature that you and mia the floor with. owned him <laughs> yeah yes oh boy but see, I th- I think this goes back to like you'll continue to see Mia develop, but like she really wanted to look brave and strong, but she's freaking out. <laughs> like so she really wanted to seem really powerful, but she herself doesn't feel like she knows what she's doing. Well, anyway. you did a significant amount more damage than all the rest of us, I believe. So I don't I don't you're doing know. A good job. Yeah, well, thank you. I also almost was close to dying. Had to take a potion. Yeah. But yeah. heal myself. Look, we've all been there. <laughs> we sure have. Some of us more than others. It's fu- it's fun to be beefy for sure. Like this was my first long combat with Mia, where it wasn't just like throwing lightning at a kraken that did nothing. So it was fun. It was fun to play something different. So then uh, another. Thing Mia did was try to convince Falzrin to cast Detect Magic, a spell he doesn't have, so she could save her own spell slots. I thought that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. A, a nice little touch. Can, can can you do anything to figure? Th- no. <laughs> now I know that Shakara can detect magic too, though. Well, and also it's a ritual. Oh right, it's a ritual. So you don't have to use a spell slot. You just have to have ten minutes to cast it, and then ten minutes to have it be. Cast. Well, the person controlling Mia is new to this, so she didn't know. Well, that's something that I've learned as well. Lehman's tiny hut is a ritual, so I don't need to be burning third level spell slots for that. Yeah. <laughs> Keep fireballing. <laughs> Get the yeah. extra fireball. <laughs> well, that brings up, I wrote down that uh, Bill said, great ball of fire, and I missed the opportunity to say, goodness gracious. Oh. Oh, man. <sighs> I'm so disappointed in myself. Bill had his first actual good ball of fire, like an actual <laughs> decent yeah, fireball well. of the campaign. Yeah. And he was in the water, I believe, shooting over the edge of the, the boat at the time, right? Yeah. So all you need is, you know, maybe like some situation where you really can't see what's going on and you'll do fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. He just hucks it aimlessly. I've rolled some real bad... Um, rolls for for fireball so far. It doesn't help when you don't roll the correct number of dice either, but even when I do, Ugh. lots of ones and twos, man. can be very unforgiving. If Erica's alive, it's your fault. Like, for reals. Uh, uh. <laughs> so then I have, uh, the next thing we did, I think we cleared everything off, and then we were going to head down into the ship. Yeah, we became murder hobos when we got on board the ship. We, we kind of did, yeah. <laughs> killed everything in sight. I didn't. Except for one guy, yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and, I kept, and I kept bringing him up, like, because I thought he'd be helpful, and Shaft just completely ignores me. I, I did, did. I noticed that back, because I kept thinking you were on a different floor than I was. I, I was doing no. a false well, Nobody I can understand how you'd be confused. What floor of this ship they were on, like. I know where I was. No, I at one point Grimby teleported to the mid deck too from the lower yeah. deck. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shab's like, "Yeah, I'll go down there." Hey, is Grimby around? I'm like, "Sure." I was, I think this batch of three episodes sucked, and I feel 
I feel I feel bad for the listener, like because I don't listening back myself. I'm like even editing. I'm like I don't know what the fuck is going on in this fight. Like where is what and who and like what? I don't know. I just felt like it was a clusterfuck, but. And that's also com- directly compared to the next, like, dozen episodes that we already have recorded that are all really good, that are going to be really fucking good. And so I'm like, I just want to get there. I don't, f- let's just get to Heraklion. <laughs> Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Kill these cultists already. Get this boat. I mean, maybe we don't make it to Heraklion, Leland. Come on. Oh, sorry. Spoi- spoilies. <laughs> it was a very cool boat that we just handed over to Grimby <laughs> after after we successfully killed everyone on board. I, I agree with Shakara there. What the hell are we gonna do with a boat? He's gonna he's already give us free uh transport for life, right? Yeah, That's I true. would assume we wanna go back, he picks us up. We wanna fight in it, he picks us up. It like... could be said it was our fault his second boat got destroyed. Yeah. Eh, maybe, but And then I I gave him a bunch of gold too. I, what what was I thinking? Wait, you gave him a bunch of gold. I split it. I split the gold. Um, but that's uh, not these episodes, how many Phil. It? Oh, my bad. Actually, we didn't even, I don't think we ever said that on Mike. That won't make it on Mike, but the, the uh, total gold they found in the ship was 2,500. And The gold so, was divided by five instead right. of So four. Grimby got a share. Grimby got ah. an equal uh, cut of the gold. Well, he has to hire we, a new crew. We could have each got yeah, another for, It was for the new crew. We don't want a boat. You got to store it. You got to take care of it. You got to get a crew. You got to do all. We don't. We can barely take care of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We don't need anything to jointly own. Well, hell, I'm on my 25th uh, fine steed fae creature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't find boat. There's no spell for that. That's rentals. So I have down that uh, when we went down the steps, a shaft went down and shot an arrow into the guy, ran back up the steps, as uh, Leland put at the beginning of the episode, for a tactical advantage. And then Shakara <laughs> ran right down to go kill whatever it was that was down there. Murder hobo! Yeah, so uh, you were a little bloodthirsty uh, in that episode. Yeah, she was a little erratic, I'd say. Chaotic. Chucking I think, stuff into I think stuff. it was more she was uh, juvenile and reflective of Shakara's age. As there was a point oh, where both, a, she, both she and Mia were excited with some of the features of the boat as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, I've been in battles before, but I've never been in battle on a boat. Yeah, especially a, a, a clamshell boat with a retractable lid. With people that are clearly bad guys that need to be put down in her mind. We head down the stairs and then are confronted again with some unique uh, controls. We're back to uh, seeing some more levers and a nice big wheel. And uh, we take the guys out down there relatively easily, I I think. They they sort of fell pretty quick. And then... uh, and Grimby came, and and I wrote down here Grimby's the axe man because apparently Grimby must have really just been uh, taking people out with that with his axe. We need him to fight with us more than just drive our boat. <laughs> I don't know. He was like still batting about five hundred, I think, by the end of that. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I wrote down Grimby is an inept badass. Yeah, yeah, I know. You said that in the episode. 
<laughs> you sound so upset. It. it sound like you. T- Sound like you took it hard. Did you get that? <laughs> yeah. I also said if you kill Rimby, Grimby, we riot. So that should make up for it, right? Well, that's just, okay, great. So Shakara's in the negging now. She's negs Grimby <laughs> to try to get with him after. Do you mean nag? I don't no, know. Stop saying neg. the wrong. Stop saying the wrong words, Leland. It's nag. No, no I think he's I, talking about. I meant what else. I said. It's, it's southern. It's a different word. He's saying cavern. Yeah. Okay, this is getting cut out because you look like a fool, Elena. <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying N A G. Oh, he's not. No, it's a different no. word that I've heard of, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> I just thought it was a Lelandism. No. <laughs> now that he said he's going to cut it out, he's definitely not going to cut oh, it out. Zero percent chance of being cut out. Nagging is an act of emotional manipulation whereby a person makes a deliberate, backhanded compliment or otherwise flirtatious remark to another person to undermine their confidence and increase their need of the manipulator's approval. Oh, so how I've always been treated by the opposite sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really complicated, uh, like a three-letter word means all that? Jeez. Hey, while we're on here, go ahead and look up Stern, because Falzer needs to... Oh, <laughs> I'll freely admit that I do not know I bet it says... Terms. It probably says ass-end behind it. <laughs> but Falzer would that's know nautical the terms, description like, of the, for yeah. sure. I know, that's the worst part, is that he should... You know, know. you know how many emails that I personally got about you about making fun of Bill, being like, wow, he couldn't follow what Leland was clearly laying out? <laughs> like, I had to close my inbox for 24 hours so just to keep up with him. Yeah, that was bad. Very bad. I don't know that I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sorry, like I forgot to throw in an acronym. Otherwise, I would have been, I would have sold it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, like, Bill came home. He's like, what happened in the last episode? I was like, well... Leland described things really well and pretty plainly, and you had no idea what he was saying. Like the map, for instance, right? You're describing these little circles and X's. And- also, where the map was on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Falzer and I have no fucking clue where he was on this boat. Like- he's like, so is there any here? And you- he's like, so Eastern. Wait, so Western. <laughs> Anyway, oh, you'll man. hear it when you listen to it, honey. <laughs> you should probably preface these things by saying, okay, now pay attention. And then we can write stuff down. You can just cut you saying that back out again. I, uh, yeah, I must have been like flipping through spells at this point or something, trying to multitask. Yeah, when we were out of combat, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes just... All right, so the only thing of things I have written down... Oh, oh sorry, sorry, before you continue oh. on, you sure had an easy time paying attention when I told you there was a chest full of gold. Hot dog. <laughs> Once in a lifetime opportunity right there for Falzerin. That's true, you'll never find another fucking chest of gold in your goddamn life, Falzerin! You'll never, not until the day you die and you roll a new character, Well, this party see another chest full of gold. I'm oh. I'm not responsible for any of that. I just <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... No, you are <laughs> hashtag kill Falzerin. I just love Falzerin putting the bag of holding down on the ground and just bending over Dumping the chest the gold and in. scooping it who's out. Who's whose idea in. was it to like pick the whole chest up and put it in? Because I feel like that'd be too heavy. 
It was my idea because you're just dumping the gold into the bag. Just but put how the would you pick up the... five thousand gold all at once in a chest? Five thousand gold is probably not a very big chest. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, how, know. Yeah, I don't really know how much. That I got would. the impression it'd be too heavy to lift. But if not, then yeah, that you are made way pretty more sense. skinny and scrawny. Think of a roll of quarters, right? How many is in a roll of quarters? Well, not five thousand. No, you said five hundred, right? It's twenty five hundred gold. gold pieces. 500 gold pieces. 2,500 total. 2,500. You think a roll of pennies, you got 50 pennies in there. You know, that's that's not a whole hell of a lot. Well, Falzern's a weakling, so... Yeah. Volume-wise, I don't think it was that bad. Anyway, might as well take the chest, because it was... How did you describe the chest? Ornate. 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 Yeah. <laughs> powerful magic. Jinx. Yeah, yeah. Embedded with expensive-looking gemstones. No, it was a cool... Um... Cool use of detect magic. However, we were talking about it afterwards. I was under the impression that, like, everything I saw that was magic was glowing to everybody. But I'm the only one that can see it glowing. Yeah, I don't, right. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Because yeah, we had a long discussion, and I'm like, man, because it was cut out of the episode, but I didn't look the spell myself. I had you read me the, its effect. And it's a very minimal text, but it's another one of those fucking spells that has more nuance than what you read at a single glance of the text because uh one it, it's not it doesn't function like a radar so it, w- anywhere within 30 feet of you you feel the presence of magic you don't know where the magic is in that radius that's why you need to use your action to make anything appear glittery to you that is visible to you so that also doesn't count uh, that also doesn't like if someone has something in their a magic ring in their pocket, you won't see that okay. their pocket glow. Well, her pocket would glow unless it was lined with lead. Yeah, so the spell can penetrate, penetrate most barriers, barriers, but is blocked by a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, or a thin sheet of lead. So she'll feel the presence of the ring. Continue, continue reading the spell. When she, when it gets to the take your action part, uh, you can use your action to see a faint aura. Around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. Exactly. So the ring in a pocket is not visible to Mia. Therefore, it would not gain that aura, but she would sense its presence oh. in the 30 feet. I think there's something over there. Exactly. Huh. So in uh. the instance of an invisible creature under the effects of the invisibility spell, a detect magic would sense that creature, but you would not be able to make it light up with the aura because it's invisible to you. Right. So that's so where the sneaky. nuance for that specific, yeah, it's it would weird, be like right? And a just, ghost. You could you could feel or sense the presence of the ghost, but you couldn't see it. Uh, yeah, I see something like that. Absolutely. So, like using it in combat where actions are counted and stuff like that, you're saying I would have to choose to say like, action, no, 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 no. I'm no. looking at okay. No, so when you if you were to use your action when it right when it mattered in six second round. It would be anything in the radius that you can see would light up with a single action. So that oh, that's okay. that's true. Okay. That's right. I miss. I, I misspoke like... in the Discord. Or no, okay, no, no, no. Okay. I that was part of me misreading it again. So, but I mean, again, in this instance, it didn't really matter. Like there were you, you, you felt the presence of the cannons. They clearly lit up when you made them do right. so. Um, the 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 creatures in the hold also. I mean, it's all visible. Right. I'm trying to remember. Did anything about Danzig glow? Did we talk about that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's in some of my notes here. 
so that isn't to say if, if, if there was something that was hidden in the hold of that ship within 30 feet of one of those magical creatures that powered the ship, you would still detect the presence of magic, but it would still be hidden to you, to your aura, because you can't see it. So magic can mask this other presence of magic, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think when you said, when we, which we'll get to Danzig here, but when you said, is Danzig glowing, you were essentially focusing on Danzig to see if you yeah. sensed the magic, and then you saw that it did glow. Which brings us to Danzig. Yeah, was it him glowing or the barrel or like the whole thing? I, I like the interplay that the three of you were back there and Shaft was up at the uh, helm of the, the boat uh, having the discussion about what to do. And using a cultist as a doorstop for the wheel. That was you, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I when I listened back to that, I kept thinking, you know, on most ships, I think they have like a either a brake or a lock or ropes that they use to hold the wheel. Yeah, typically not a body. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I would have taken a little bit of time to maybe look around, maybe there was a mechanism of some kind that could have uh, could have locked the wheel down, but a little less gruesomely. Yeah, it was it was more fun to use. It was really funny course. to picture like the little halfling on this wheel. I don't know. It was funny. <laughs> Probably standing on the body so you can see over top of it. Yeah. So yeah, then uh yeah, back to Danzig was in the barrel with flower petals. Uh have a magical glow and it smelled of rotting fish when we found him. Any any uh ideas there? Any theories? That he needed to be killed because he's going to transform <laughs> into something much, much worse. I'm sure he's just misunderstood. <laughs> well, this was Mia's first encounter with him and not a lot was said. But I do think that she would probably agree with Shakara that this is like an abomination coming to to being, right? But she doesn't know anything, so. Yeah, he, he's metamorphosizing into something. Something that can't be good. Yeah, probably not ideal. Elena thought maybe those flowers were the flowers that um, Alebender told us about, yes. but he said they don't look the same or whatever. They're they, reddish purple, and I think the yeah, Alebender flowers are white. white, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I so don't believe not... we ever said a color. They're called snow bloom, but what that means? Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, it was also it was also just the petals, so you don't know if it came from a six pointed flower at all. Ah, so that's the power of suggestion, right there. Snow bloom. We assumed white. It's interesting you say that because oh. I did assume they were white flowers. If you recall, in Erica's lair, her portal had purplish six pointed stars around the frame. Yes, of it. I definitely that's recall super that. Super true. Dang it. <laughs> 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 Leland, yet again in the after party, oh, you realize how boy. little we know. I just hope, I just, uh, and from what you guys are saying, I'm glad. It doesn't sound like uh, you think that he's turning into a deep scion. I hope it's very clear that it is distinctly different. This, just the minimal and the change in his features are distinctly different than that of a deep scion. So what is he turning into? Everyone's Nothing a deep good. scion. Well, I think you mentioned directly to me, I noticed some things about the way he looked. Like he, his head lost all his hair. It had uh, sort of the 
flower shape, I believe you said, was similar to one that was on the octopus. Yeah, during, during the ritual. The yeah. sacrifice. That's right. But that was something that I think only Shaft would, would recognize because I was the only one up there. Yeah, probably. That time. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. We should probably let him stew for a bit more to see what he turns into. Yeah. I believe that's like what we're doing, pie. whether we want to or not. <laughs> he's covered up. He's tied up. It's Although Shaft did say, and I quote, I don't think he is my brother anymore, but may still be of use. Uh, and Shakira, Shakara asked, would you be able to kill him? What, or- what did you no, say? Shut up, Shakira. Oh, Shakara asked, would you be able to kill him? So Shakira. Well, we did kill him, and Shaft said yes. Ooh, baby, when you talk like that. <laughs> she said Shakira, everybody. Fuck you Sorry, guys. I didn't, I didn't hear anything you said after you said Shakira. <laughs> what did you Sorry, say after what did you, you said say Shakira? <laughs> I was too wrapped up in the Shakira. Shakara asked, would Shaft stand by while we killed Danzig? And he said yes. Did he? Well, I think there's a lot of... Uh, assumptions being made there like i don't think he met like right now right i think if if he came back and he was was evil or something was it could be too late then and he could be too powerful same with the baby kraken right now we possibly have a chance of killing him we wait well now you could kill him it's like killing danzig in a barrel we exactly the easiest (laughs) way to do it (laughs) the least risk to us danzig in a barrel I, I would still argue that I don't think Shikara or Mia would would just uh, kill somebody helpless like that. Somebody that is transforming into who knows what that is definitely going to fight against us. I think it would have to be a guaranteed evil. I don't know enough. Mia doesn't yeah, know you enough. Yeah, you guys don't know, but there was a, a time not too long ago where uh, Shaft was turning into a little furry beast. Through a curse. True. 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 I should have opened my senses to detect if there was any evil there. So uh, I think uh, I think Falzrin might have seen, you know, the the power of curses, maybe. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. We'll, well see. Well, the thing is, like, we wouldn't know your backstory, but at least as a listener, hearing the little backstory, like Danzig's choosing this. It's not a curse. That's what you got from that backstory. Well, I that's what you that's what you took away from Danzig that. Danzig was trying to get away, and Surma zapped him. There was one line that I found I thought was pretty important. There's one line. <laughs> What's the line? Well, there's there's one thing that Danzig says. He doesn't that to to Shaft. That's very important. Yeah. Basically, he help me. All right. Well, then I'm totally misremembering. Scratch all that. He begged Tobias <laughs> to save him. Yeah. And then right. Surma, <laughs> flick of her wand, sucked him into the, the blood red portal. Right. Yeah. Oh, poor Danzig. It's been a week and a half since I heard it. I don't remember. <laughs> well, shit, listener. I hope you pay more attention than these fuckers do. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, I was mostly fo- focused on rewinding and listening to Horik over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking That's of, I, do, I have his translation, if you want to understand what he's <laughs> oh, saying. Oh, yes, please. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, okay, the first line, I think, was pretty obvious. He asked Tobias, "Why? Did, what did you bring the girl for? Yeah, nope. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> okay, and then he, uh, Tobias, uh, Tobias was like, yeah, it's okay. And then he said, well, I, I've tracked them to the top 
of the mountain to the to the peak. It's like the top of the world up here. They're up to who knows what. The smell up there will make you sick, but let's have a gander. Let's Did go not take get a look. any of that. Oh, I, that's that's the <laughs> one I missed. Yeah, I heard. Say it again in, in a in a horrid voice. I understood <laughs> I so little of what he said, like almost nothing of what Horik said. It was hilarious. <laughs> Transcript can be found on the website. Oh, man. Was, Captions turned on. It's been a while since I've laughed that hard. <laughs> I will say during the recording, it was everything in my power to not burst out laughing. You did very good. There was only the one instance where you did, and I'm like, "How is he straight facing this?" Because I'm dying that's Part of what was so funny was the fact that like John was going along with it. Just oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else was there? Do you have, you had more lines than that? Oh, and then he just kind of said, you know, it's been storming like that for hours. And that's uh, pretty much it. Oh, oh, and then when he grabbed what? Nina, what? <laughs> uh, when he grabbed Nina, he said, well, Shaft, he, he might be small, but he knows what he's doing is basically what, what he said to her. Yeah, I did not get that <laughs> Oh, man. You did pick up on where we were also, right? Mount Necrosis? Yeah, Mount Necrosis, yep. just so you... If you notice back in the episode where uh, we were on with Bonacore, I said, I know where that's at. It's true. So, oh. Yeah. So, okay. It's all a big web that Leland is weaving that we, uh, we're we putting all these little pieces. I feel like together. Shaft knows more, more strings of the web than any of us. Oh, for sure he does. <laughs> I think Shaft is aware of the existence of more strands than some of you are aware of. But okay. I'm not sure that he has an overall, he o- overall has more knowledge of the size and scope of the web than the rest of you do. I would say each of you have an individual piece in which a proper cohesive uh, party could have put together 20 <laughs> episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. Which right. is why it's so much fun for me. <laughs> well, look at it from... And from Shaft's perspective, I mean, half of the party that we started out with are dead, and then the other one's Falzern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. So by sad. default, I know more than the rest of you. <laughs> well, and it, like the other thing is, whatever Mia or Shakara might know, like how much do we say about what we specifically know a day after meeting you? Yeah, absolutely. It's obvious that we are never going to trust each other enough to put anything together. Oh, I think I over the next handful like the of episodes, never. the trust amongst the party is going to get much better. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I... <laughs> well. In some different. ways. <laughs> different, he says. Different, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm very excited for some of these next episodes to come out. <laughs> I mean, Shakara just said, like, well, I hope that you can trust us and be yourself around us and i'm like shoot i just met you like for real it was like one night ago i want to play again man like oh the next uh six to ten episodes when we get done recording i'm wore out i'll just say it that way it it has drained me of all my energy. like when we're tell done, me about yeah. it i think we played for seven hours last weekend or whatever day that was like, played for seven hours. Saturday, we played for over six hours, yeah. Not because of a stint of playing, just because of the 
the interactions. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Leland said, by the end of six hours, we all sort of ended up knowing the same. What it, it took six hours for us to get to the point where we could have if we would have just opened up to each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If we would have just told each other what we knew. <laughs> but we couldn't. Hopefully that's entertaining for you guys listening. Yeah, this is a pre-after party. We're talking about episodes <laughs> that are going to come out weeks from now. Yeah, I know, I know. We should, we should, right, we should right. move on. The last thing, the last thing for for sixty-eight was there was a little post-credit with all of us. The first one with Ooh, all yeah. five of us in it. Yeah. Well, we didn't yeah. know it was a post-credit at the time. That's yeah. True. I don't think uh, I, I that. recall starting the recording and me saying yes, we're going to do this quick post-credit and then get right into play <laughs> and then. The four of you decided to continue on as if we were still playing a regular. Once again, had to stop we've us. already established the fact that we usually don't listen we to things do that not you're saying. Pay so attention you can't lay lights on us too quickly or something. I don't do, know. do I must I, I slow my words? <laughs> I think that you need to start like saying, "Hey, pay attention to what I'm saying." Yeah, I I think that's fair. Well, I would clap uh, my hands to get your attention, but that would throw off the sinking of the tracks. And I would... <laughs> so I think that pretty much wraps it up. The only other thing that happened is we pulled a bunch of levers to find out what the boat did. Grimby got a little pissy at me because I was throwing the levers after he knew what they did. Because now he feels that, uh, uh, you know, it's his boat now. It's his boat now, yeah. Shakara got her fourth deed. Got her fourth brand. Yeah. Nobody cares about that, apparently. Well, <laughs> no. you sort of said, is this a great deed? And we went. Shakar <laughs> said, is it a good deed? And I was like, sure. And you're like, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> I feel like it was a little weird, but it was a little weird. You a beer while you're up there at the bar. Sure. Great deed. <laughs> <laughs> a great deed to like take over this magical ship and get kill happy. How, uh, <laughs> how many does Shakar need again? 15. Oh, wow. I mean, you're you're probably gonna have to take some less exciting ones if you want to make it to fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of great deeds. That's a lot. Help the old lady cross the road. Do bad deeds subtract from it? Oh boy. No. <laughs> Good question, though. I like it. I like where you're going with it. This isn't Catholicism. This is. That's just what I'll say. <laughs> Wait, no. Damn it, Bill! Don't get me involved in that shit. <laughs> uh, all right, we got any questions from anybody? Yup. I mean, I was working all day, so I kind of had to try and ignore my phone. But I think we got a handful of people, not necessarily questioning, but commenting, harassing various things our listeners do to us. <laughs> yeah, uh, we at, Bill we Ben. Bill Ben asked, um, "Were hit points being tracked for the clam boat?" Because it took a lot of abuse from weapons and spells during the battle, but the only reason I was wondering was because we talked about it and passed with other craft. It took a bit of a beating, but nothing that could take a boat down that size. For uh, reference, like a little that little rowboat, according to any source material, a rowboat like that uh, that Shaft tried to get away in has fifty hit points. Um, a, mo- a boat like the size of the Rising Two has about a hundred, and something like this clamship, which is pretty well a homebrewy warship has upwards of like 500 plus hit points uh, so you didn't okay. even bother tracking because you knew we weren't going to do that much damage you weren't going to take it down no so i wasn't like I, I didn't i wasn't keeping running a running tally but also like a boat like that who knows what other type of 
resistances it may have just because of the materials in which it's crafted of. And also larger ships often have a, a damage threshold in which you must deal uh, at least like say for further rising to like a, thre- a damage threshold of 10, you have to deal at least 10 damage for to, to deal any damage. Oh, roll. okay. And I mean, good long rest and it'll be right back up to snow. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rising three just needs a nice sleep. <laughs> So no, I wasn't uh, like point by point like you would with a, an enemy's hit points uh, keeping track. But now that it is in your position, uh, possession, it is a little damaged. I guess I should keep that number somewhere. Well, thanks, Bill Ben. Gonna... Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, the party doesn't want it, so the party, what the party don't know, don't hurt them. So I don't got to keep track of it because this it's is Grimby's the part ball. of the show where we give Leland all the ideas. If it was, like, going to be under, like, if you maybe wanted to use the boat as some type of uh, means of generating income uh, in any fashion, then that would have been something that could have been handed over to one of you. Or, or you know what I mean? Or, or if you did want to keep on with it or, or use it, then we would certainly have that running tally in case, uh, you know, while it's being used, something happens. Even if, it, even if it's happening, like, off mic... As in, like, I roll randomly or, or maybe, you know, for, like, random encounter stuff, and which could affect some of, you know, if it's, if you're renting it out as cargo ship, it's, you know, that kind of shit. So there's lots of you things guys, you could have done with let's it. let's start charging Grimby rent. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> what were we thinking? I think if you want to never get a free boat ride again, you start threatening Grimby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll be gone. The way he scaled that ship with his, with his axe, that was... Pretty sweet. I was impressed. He was the first one to make it over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was the least sporadic boarder. Grimby's impressive. He can swim really fast, Bill. Be, be <laughs> but he can't hold his breath for a long time. Well, no, he just didn't spend three turns diving down, coming back up, diving down, and looking around. He just went straight for the boat. I was boat. trying to save Grimby. Snap. I realize that, but that's the difference in the speed, at least. <laughs> now... It didn't come up, but you would have given us partial cover for that, right? Or full cover. Going in the nah, water? partial. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't give me any cover. Oh, Oh, well, shit, on. then I would have never done it. Cruel. Really? Five feet below the surface of the water from those cannons? Uh, I wouldn't give you nothing. <laughs> well, what the heck was I doing? This, I this don't is know. A, probably, a good, uh, probably a good time to ask questions and... Uh, during that, would I get partial cover if I dive ten feet down? That's all I would have had to ask, and I would have I would have beat Grimby. And in the in the heat of battle, I would I'd probably be more generous. But now in hindsight, eh. why did you think we were doing that? You were just you were just screwing with us. Then. No, because <laughs> there was no other reason for us to dive down the water. Unless you're going, out. I don't know, he's doing this dolphin move. And I was getting and I was getting pissy because you. Because you weren't paying, a, you weren't keeping track of the uh, movement going down, and I had to remind you six times for that. But here's the no, thing: no, there no, were but... other people on the surface as well, which were much more visible than those diving down. So those diving down still were less of a target than the ones on the surface because they had okay, partial. So cover. you were just thinking it was <laughs> correct. <laughs> okay, you thought it was a tactical visual targeting move rather than a. Uh, hiding and getting cover. That's ba- I basically thought. Yeah, I thought it was more of like a stealth tactic than a hide behind something tactic. Is kind of what the is boat what I was. Was a stealth tactic, 
after that. Oh, it was see, all I just thought that was a cover. hide behind something tactic. It saved you from two cannon blasts. Yeah, well, I guess that was partial cover or full cover. That was full cover, yeah. But why in the hell are they hitting the boat? There's nothing there. It's moving directly to them. (laughs) (laughs) I was fine with it when I said I was underneath holding onto the seat. But then somebody said, and your little feet are kicking out the back. And I'm like, no, no, my little feet are kicking. (laughs) Um, Hey, maybe if you had only moved it five feet, that would have been a different story. It's just like a slow moving torpedo heading right for the boat. Plus, you, you you peeked your head out from under to look, too. I should have made you roll a stealth. I was listening. I was like, oh, I should have made him like, do a stealth or something for that. But no, nah, they saw him. <laughs> Whatever. Let's <laughs> 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 blast him. These cannons are cool. I want to use them. <laughs> oh, boy. David Dave started a whole conversation on Twitter about why we named one of them sporadically boarding. And then didn't have uh, Mike Delisio or, or Dan yeah. Hughes on the episode. I didn't even think uh, of that, that listeners would be like, oh, man, they got Mike and Dan on. That's uh, exactly why we named it that. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wanted some I accidental mean, downloads. We did it for the extra downloads, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Duh. <laughs> but by the very definition of the title, that is exactly how the episode played out. It's not my fault that it happened to coincide with a very popular other <laughs> podcast. Right. You can't own all the words. No. Yeah. Or, yeah, they don't I mean, own those or words. any such string of putting certain words together in a single sentence. It's like nah, board game mechanisms. No. You can't trademark them. There are certain words that we own because nobody else wants to use them. But, uh... <laughs> like Lelander. Check the website for definitions. He also <laughs> asked uh, about us being able to actually find some loot. Uh, where is the real Leland Steele, and what have we done with him? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was surprised. Yeah, it is out of character for the DM to give us money. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. It's probably cursed. Because <laughs> he knew what he was going to be offering when we got to Heracleon, and we needed the money for that. <laughs> That's true. Maybe. It's not out of character. It's exactly what Bill mentioned is, and Emily commented on it. We're actually exploring everything in this quote-unquote dungeon that is laid out before us. We actually saw the whole ship. The money goes to good use, listener. Just wait. It's the next few episodes are great. Oh, yeah. We'll talk lots about of, it next Lots party. of shepherd's pie. It doesn't hang around long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess said, love, love the flashback you guys did with Shaft. It really added a lot of depth and humanity to him. And the role play was fantastic. How much of that did you guys have planned out going in? Uh, Shaft... I wrote a backstory for Shaft back when we started, and uh, there's been a lot of little things that I sort of put together over the almost one year that we've been uh, been doing the podcast. And uh, so some of it was pretty well thought out, but none of it was necessarily scripted per se. There's just sort of bullet points that we wanted to hit, and then we, we sort of just did it. and. You know, the thing about telling a story is you, especially when you're going back in time and you want to show some things that happened, is it's going to be a little bit, you know, talk through. I mean, because you're trying to hit some points, right? Leland, you want to say anything about it? The way the flashbacks differ from some of the other solo stuff is they need to end up somewhere. Like, you, you know... 
somewhat of, of the outcome and, and, and the road in which they are coming before and the, and the end uh, to, to present, at least, of that road in which they're preceding. Whereas you think of something like uh, Falsey's solo with way, way back with Izzy, that was much less scripted, for lack of a better word. Obviously, though, Bill and I had a talk about my thoughts of where it's going, and then we kind of got into it and played. Like, I mean, the obviously, I had a bunch of narration for all of the stuff at the top of Mountain Necrosis, obviously, um, because it would sound terrible if I tried to do it off the top of my head. I thought that turned out really well. That was great. I Yeah, I was certainly uh, yeah. happy with it for sure. Uh, and again, that was all, that was me tweaking a bunch of stuff that John had written. So John basically wrote that himself, and I just added some of the details that make it more pertinent to what exactly is going on and some of the processes um, that I already had in my head or and then now was able to expound upon because of John fleshing out his own character. So that was very much, that was, that was John that, that wrote that. Like, that was John's piece. That wasn't mine. And then the Nina and Tobias stuff, that was... It was again like we obviously we, we we know we knew where we wanted it to end, and then we just went into it <laughs> and touched each other's hearts in ways we never expected. Oh baby, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. That no, I good. think that's a that's a good that's a good way to to say it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we we I I really enjoy the playing it out, role playing it out, but knowing you know. We want to hit certain things. I, I didn't know what he was going to say, and I don't think he knew what I was going to say. And even when he said it, we, you didn't know what he said. <laughs> exactly. That was going to be the next thing that I said. <laughs> uh, Jess also said she's curious as to how one plans out a combat encounter. Like, how do you decide how many enemies is enough to keep it interesting and not too much as to destroy the party? Is it easier to choose one big bad or multiple smaller ones? When you guys did the one shot, did it dictate what enemies to use based on the party you guys had planned? Do you want to start with one shot? The one shot, uh, yeah, it had what enemies to use in it. I just used what the story said. Um, and it was it was geared toward the level of characters that they made. Right, so that the 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 pre map the pre gen adventure, right? It's yes, they're usually yeah. for a specific range of level. For, for a certain number of certain range of player characters and then they provide you with whatever but of course i mean there's nothing stopping you from changing whatever monsters are in that pre-gen adventure right if you were right yeah maybe maybe more seasoned or if there was a specific something you wanted to take the story in a different direction as opposed to what the this kind of established setting offers you yeah as far as uh my encounters for this I don't know if the listener has caught on, but I don't really know how to make a proper combat encounter. <laughs> because, um, I mean, I don't think we've had combat since Bryn died, right? Right. Not and much. It took us it took us three episodes to get through a single minute of combat, for God's sakes. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> So I would not recommend throwing a bunch of a bunch of little dudes like this combat had. I mean they I, they were there because it, there needed to be two two people per cannon 
to effectively use those cannons because I, again, model them off of a ballista where it takes you, you have to load the ballista, you have to aim the ballista, and then you have to fire the ballista, all of which are an act, a single action to do. So a single person trying to man one of those cannons is incredibly useless, basically. Yeah. And that's why during the, you know, there was basically they fired every two rounds with two people fully operating. Which is also helps uh, kind of mediate the difficulty of that encounter specifically because it wasn't every turn they were taking potentially 40, 10 fire damage from one of these cannons. Yeah, that would have been rough. Yeah. So I honestly don't really know. But at the, at the level, at the, the character level in which you all are getting, which I'm pretty sure after this combat, this leveled you to seven. Yeah. Which, again, we don't, we don't, we've stopped specifying that on mic as we're just more delving into the 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 rp and stuff but that's what the after party's for so now from here going forward you you all just hit seven so fyi to listener and throwing a single combatant even if it is say a challenge rating of a of a nine to twelve at a party like you especially with um some of the the smite damage and some of mia's powerful spells and now with all these fireballs and just if Shaft gets off all three hits on a dude with Hunter's Mark, you know, like you can, the four of you together could easily take down a larger threat. Um, like Izzy. Like maybe or Izzy. Or a Kraken. Or a juvenile Kraken. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I've, I've, I've always found combat encounters difficult to, um, to properly gauge their difficulty. Um, it also, you know, the setting in which you're like, you guys were in the sea. I mean, this combat would have been much different if it was, uh, if maybe they were up on this five foot wall with these cannons and you were on the, on solid ground. That's very different as well. And I don't think Mm -hmm. this, I don't, this combat wasn't overly challenging. I don't, I don't feel like, I mean, yeah, Mia, you took a beating, but I mean, you were right in there and up front. Um, there were lots of, there were lots of cannon shot misses. Falsey had a, a, Clutch shield, which blocked two direct hits to him. That would have yeah. knocked him the fuck out. That was huge. Yeah. So I don't know. You, you, it's I find it really difficult. But like in the DMG, um, there is uh, rules for building an encounter, and it's based off of XP. Because um, in the monster manual, uh, I've I've referenced challenge ratings numerous times in this episode already. But a monster is given a specific challenge rating, which is ideally a party of I think it's four to five characters of that level like a challenge rating nine four to five level nine characters should be able to handle a challenge rating nine creature but again that's not always the case because that drowned master is challenge rating nine and he missed the first tentacle attack uh, and obviously mia has resistance but like if he was tentatively attack attacking even shaft or falls and if you had took like eight necrotic from two tentacle attacks and you drained your maximum by 16 even a heal from Shikaro or Mia doesn't get you back up yeah. past those reduced 16, right? So Falsey would not do well with that at all. Well, I mean, if it's not clear, I'm not really the most combat-centric DM yeah. either. I mean, who knows? I mean, we're, the next stretch of episodes has not we much. It's, it's very yeah. RP-heavy. It's very RP-heavy. Very... Yeah, I got some really cool new stuff that I want to use at 7th and 
<laughs> I, I get my cards out every time. I lay the dice out every time, and uh, and then I just put them away. <laughs> well, and I and I'll, I'll also say that it's that's not that's not me like steering the narrative no. away from combat. Yeah, no, the story took us where it took us. Yeah. There's plenty of times that we could get absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've yeah, every every hour that we're playing, basically over the next handful of episodes, I am like just praying that combat doesn't break out. But just Heracleon has some powerful people there. It's good, good stuff coming. Good stuff coming. Lots of good role play. Heracleon is a lovely city. It is. It is. It is lovely. It is. I'll say it's a bitch to make the map. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm so glad you were spearheading that map making because, my goodness. Bless. Is that all the questions before yeah. we start giving away to the listeners what the heck's happening? Okay. Before we move on, now, I've obviously never DM'd, and I probably, I mean, Elaine and I, I guess, are probably equally inexperienced, but... I watch some YouTube videos here and there and read read some stuff online and other people talking about their experiences. So you're an expert then? Basically. Yeah. Um, self-taught expert. <laughs> the best kind of expert. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs med school when you can just do some Googling? WebMD, baby. <laughs> Canadian healthcare system. That's why it's free, yeah? <laughs> All right, just never mind. we're gonna slap happy another thing that i mean i don't want to say this is a good or a bad thing to do um because i can't speak from experience myself but i do know that some gms fudge some things so they'll either fudge die rolls if they're thinking that they're gonna be killing the killing the pcs way too easily or too soon in the combat or they might fudge the total hp of the big bads and just decide when it's a good time for the final blow to happen so that's another thing that that some gms do to to balance things a bit i won't say that leland does or doesn't that's his own you know secret to keep but leland doesn't that's why half the party's dead <laughs> I mean, hey, AP for revealing secrets. I've yeah, I fudge things. Don't from tell time us. To time, but that's also that's well. I'm not Who gonna tell hasn't, you. Bill? I'm not gonna tell Have you, you what not and ever when fudged I fudged a roll. Never. I'll say the fudge factor is probably one at in your house once you guys went to different rooms. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like we used, to, Bill and I used to record on one mic sitting next to each other, and I will say that I never fudged a roll until I was by myself. <laughs> I can't believe you'd fudge a roll, Elena. Well, the players shouldn't be fudging rolls. After all these years of marriage, I'm just learning who I. I couldn't even tell you which rolls they were. It probably wasn't that big of a deal. See, when I fudge rolls, it's for the narrative. Oh, me too, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, and, I, wow. and by that, I mean the greater good. But you, that is completely selfish and self-centric fudging. <laughs> Mia is the Mia. greater good, all right? <laughs> oh, man. Every fucking DM. I don't believe a damn single DM if they tell me they've never fudged a single role uh, interaction. or anything. That's bullshit. That is bullshit because otherwise that makes for unfun games, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you should. There sometimes. has to be some control over. I think over it the needs to be done. Again, if you if I 
I I do it. I mean, I don't do it that often. It is honestly rare. But I do it to prop up some of my other failings, like in encounter building. Uh, if 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 I feel you know if it's too difficult, then I can fudge and scale it down. If it's too easy, I can fudge and scale it. I can, it's it's all for the narrative, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, it really mm-hmm. is to help me fill in gaps of areas that I need improvement. And I can see how it would be very difficult to know. Like, for one, you have die rolling all the time. So, like, you really can't predict how an encounter is going to go. It, it, there's a wide spectrum of how easy or hard it might be just based on how the dies, how the die fall. Absolutely. The dice fall. And, you know, it, I, I would be very, would find it very daunting to try and fill out monster stat blocks and number of monsters per encounter based on party. Like, I think that that's a, that's a tough task to do. So fudging really smooths smooths that out a lot. Well, yeah, that's true. It does reduce some bookkeeping, absolutely. I think that a lot of people have a problem with it because it often is in the guise of for the greater good, but more more often than not turns into a dungeon master playing as if it's them versus the players, which is not right. how yeah. you play this game. Yeah. And right. that Wait, then what makes did you it, just say? That makes it fun. <laughs> that then makes it less fun for the entire table yeah. if only one person, aka the GM, is having a good time. I am perfectly right. happy with shitting the bed on some of my rolls and you for just curb stomping a combat encounter. <laughs> I'm totally like okay, way back in the dam, like that encounter was supposed to be a challenging combat encounter. You mopped that one up. Way back when goes and Barry and Barry, <laughs> even but Barry Barry shit the bed that nothing. combat and the and you still mopped up. Brendel was useless like usual and you still mopped up. Brendel, yeah, Brendel was, was always a, a lie on the dice roll. <laughs> Did you even? Oh, I, I I I envision you just dropping a die and saying what happened with Brendel without <laughs> even looking at the costume. There was one recent That's die true. roll. Um, I forget whether it was last PlayStation or the one before where I felt like people thought that I cheated because I knew what I was going to do. So I had already rolled and I'm really bad at like rolling and then like looking at the die to make sure that it's the number that I'm seeing and then adding. And so like there's usually quite a delay. And then I told Leland what I was going to do. I'm like, yeah, it's a 20. (laughs) Like instantaneously (laughs) with no pause. Oh, yeah. I usually take the longest to add it all up, but that's all right. Get the right number of fireballs. <laughs> do we uh do we make it to Heraklion next episode or what? It's a good question. Fingers we may crossed. never make it to Heraklion. I don't know if that oh. if that if that Kraken comes back. Who knows what the hell will happen? Well, it's just like with the Tyrannosaurus Rex. You stay still and it can't see you. Yes. Yeah. Can you explain to us? Were we looking out through a glass that he couldn't see through, or what's that? That's what falls in or falls in posited. We don't or know. is the whole clam magical so, like, we can see through? Was it so only one area one that way we could see through? Yeah. Kraken was just miring himself. Tell us that. Or was he? He's <laughs> like, dang, I look or good. Or the, is the Kraken, like, mind-controlling us? Do we even exist? And You're all being mind-controlled We're all deep scions. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're all sleeper agent deep scions. You don't even know it. Dude, sleeper agent Deep Scion is a real thing, okay? For real. 
They say the right word, and you're activated. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I've, there's lots of properties of this shell ship that have yet to be discovered. Oh, shell ship? Sure. That's the magic word. That we'll never figure <laughs> out because we gave it activated. away to Grimby. Well, hopefully Grimby can figure some out, and maybe you'll get some benefits from them still. But I mean, you guys stole some of that fuel. Yeah, and then proceeded to completely forget about it for for many episodes. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that was a good a good uh, lesson in describing things. I said I'll take twelve of them. They go, They're about <laughs> softball. Yeah, sized. I know that, was, that, that one actually was my fault because I never did describe their general size. Although I did reference <laughs> snow globes, maybe uh, that's probably what I thought when I did. I'm like, because it's about a snow globe-ish size. Uh, you should have said nothing, and then a couple episodes later, this guy comes in with a pouch full of softballs. Yeah, he's <laughs> got like a backpack about? full of balls. <laughs> I, do, I do want somebody to, to draw our characters with all the equipment that we actually have on us. Oh, yeah. Just to see what we'd look like. I mean, I'm two foot six. I, uh, I've already pounds. seen a preview of what Shaft looks like, and he is a handsome fellow. Yeah. He, Damn Skippy. He is. <laughs> I don't need a drawing to know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see the final uh, final product of Shaft. I mean, maybe if Falzerin would just give his character description, oh, he could be drawn, you know? Such an idiot. I could have had a Falzerin months ago. <laughs> I mean, I got a Bryn, and I just, now you know it's, what There's too there. much pressure. <laughs> I don't know what Falzern's face looks like. I just picture Falzern as having gray hair and a beard, like I just do, but it's like nah, he's not old. I just can't that's, connect it. That's the old wise wizard. Falzern is young, though. So Leland, you just describe a deep scion, and then we'll know what Falzern looks like. <laughs> Ooh. Some tentacles. <laughs> well, Shakara's got claws. We know that now. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, she's a dragonborn. <laughs> I also have scales. There's a wide range of of how dragonborns get drawn in the in the fantasy um, drawings I've seen online. Some of them are like real fearsome looking. Some of them are a lot more friendly looking. I picture Shakara as having solid abs, hips that don't lie, and blonde <laughs> flowing hair. No That's hair. It. No hair. You got no hair at all. No hair. And I have a tail. Oh man. So how do we know you're a girl? The boobs. <laughs> the age boobs. old question. <laughs> the age, age old, old question. question. <laughs> oh, Gozer's boobs. Oh, man. Gozer's pecs. Oh, Did Gozer have hair? Short hair. She has short hair? <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured long hair. I don't know. I don't know what I had in mind. It was like shaved short. Yeah. Pictured for Gozer's oh, hair. Wow. <laughs> so, Shakara had. Do you have a helmet on, or you're just like. No. Okay. Hmm. Does Mia have a helmet? No. Does Mia have shaved head? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Mia has like long brown hair. Like maybe tied back. But you know what's okay. Is it brown though? As an ass as an ASMR, would your hair be brown? I guess it could be, I guess. When I'm when I'm a human, I'm like tan brown skin with like brown hair, brown eyes. But then, like, the only thing when I take the amulet off is that my eyes glow topaz. Oh, okay. That's the only thing that changes. Well, and if I was to have radiant soul and my wings come out. Yeah, but you see that, like, every day. 
It's pretty common. Anyway, Shaft has a very strong jawline, nice chin, little little cutie. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I took some time, sort of gave her a little description. Came up with your dream man and sent it off. That's right. <laughs> we should say this is Jess's drawing. Looks just, just like Leland Steele. And doing a wonderful job of drawing <laughs> these characters for us. Just like Leland. Yeah, Jess has got some <laughs> talent for sure. Absolutely. Now I'm looking forward to it. The crazy thing is, and this is what I wasn't going to say, but I'll say it. Fine. Twist my arm. She had a drawing of, like, Mia from over a year ago. She has a girl with the same brown hair, tan skin, like, wings and everything. What? Like, it's more of, like, a close-up, like, shoulders and head. But she already had a portrait started. It's crazy. It's divine. So, yeah, it is. It's from the power of Thor. Wow. Be sure to check the website eventually. It's not Shakara's fault that Bren died because it was meant to be. Yeah, it was <laughs> destiny. <laughs> Been watching too much Witcher. Destiny. <laughs> All right. Anybody have anything else? I think we're petering out. Eh. <laughs> yeah, hey, we I'm haven't even me- we haven't even mentioned butt plugs yet. We're, we're not uh, we're not doing a co- the contest that last contest anytime soon, right? That's still. Um, soon I'm going to get some pictures up on the website so people can see some of the stuff that I've done and then we'll, uh, we'll put something out there. Uh, probably begin in March. Yeah, there. probably March, which is soon. When this releases, it's March. So yeah. Oh, cool. Happy March, you guys. The Ides of March. Okay. March <laughs> gotcha. madness. Speak English, John. Madness, madness. <laughs> That's not the ass end of March, right? That's not. The... Is that the aft or the port? It's a belly button of March. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Someone do do end of show stuff. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. This is the most painful part. End of show stuff. So, I have been Tobias Forge and John. I have been Shakara and Emily. You also were Shakira. Nope. (laughs) Uh, Just for one second. (laughs) I'm Mia and Elena. I'm Falzern and Bill. And I'm Leland Steele. Happy, Happy adventuring! adventuring. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I don't like to say it anymore because I'm not that happy. Oh. See, I figured. Listen, I'm telling gotten, you, if you put the time into editing, we can have March Madness. Probably gotten three releases a week. Recently, and that's why three we got releases all the gold. a week. Okay. So you're saying Leland got laid, we got gold? And, uh, spoiler alert, my scroll. <laughs> what? what? Did Leland Didn't get laid? I just said that. I, I said my hypothesis. Oh, I was totally missed that because Leland's been getting I was getting thinking lucky. about There's... having to put together March Madness. and <laughs> oh. March Madness, do it. Yeah. Leland's got a secret love interest, and now the gold is flowing.